So, hey guys, it's me, Brianna. Um, this is not my first time recording this episode, but I don't think it'll be my last either. But anyway, um, this is gonna be my first episode of my podcast. I don't know what I'm gonna quite name it yet. Um, if anyone has ideas, please reach out. Um, I have a few ideas, but nothing is, like, sitting with me right, if that makes sense. Like, I'm still like, hmm, I could think of something better. And I just haven't found that something better yet. But anyway, with this first episode, I really wanted it to be about was mainly my life and, like, like a get-to-know-me, like a little speed-dating get-to-know-me type of episode where... I just talked to you guys about where I came from, my family dynamic, anything from my past that I think is relevant to me today, which of course all of it is, which I have been learning from therapy, but just like major things. And then the present that's going on with me now, and then my dreams, my goals, my aspirations, what I hope to get out of life, what I want. Um, Very off topic, and this will definitely be very random because I haven't written it down, but yeah, so let's start at the very beginning. Um, so I come from, just to save the story, because we'll give like a, I'll do like a whole different episode talking about like my entire past, but just for like a quick short and, short and sweet, almost speed dating type, I come from like a divorced family home, um, so I feel like as a very young child, witnessing a lot of that does have an effect on you, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. I think there is an effect on you that you just, you'll realize. Um, My upbringing wasn't traditional. Um, I would say it just was different, honestly. It was just different. It wasn't a really traditional home obviously because my parents were divorced so I wasn't like the happy like oh just going to soccer practice um genetically I have like a lot of addiction and mental health problems in my family and I think at a very young age that became very prevalent to me one not only with my own feelings but because of a lot of like big events that was happening in my life I really appreciated my mom being super honest with me about what was going on. But for a young kid, it doesn't make you grow up more, but it does, if that makes sense. Like, you're more in tune with what the adults are talking about because you understand what's going on. Where if, like, you're just a kid and, like, you're just, like, playing with Barbies or something and, like, your mom's not really telling you about the -the behind-the-scenes things that adults are, like hinting at you're not really gonna pick up on it where I'm not gonna say I would say this is a strength actually but I pick up on like hints and clues and like my mom definitely taught me at a young age to pick up on the subtle cues that people are saying so for my young kid I definitely learned how to do that really quickly um But yeah, so my cousin is an addict. Um, I have a lot of, not a lot, but I have a few addicts on my dad's side as well. And I definitely think genetically 
and emotionally and my personality I am it's a very slippery slope for me let me just say that and in middle school I had a lot of pent-up anger and animosity towards literally anyone who talked to me basically um so I definitely used it as like my escape and I used drugs and partying and like I was really, once I could drive, I, like, loved driving, and I loved going super fast, and, um, yeah, going, like, super fast, and, like, racing around, so I feel like I used that to, like, calm the inner anger that I had building inside of me for so long, um, but of course, in doing those things at the very young age of, like, 12 and 13 that I was doing them, I wasn't driving at 12 and 13, let me preface that. I wasn't, but, um, I was trying to party, I did start smoking weed at that age, I was, like, wasn't addicted to cigarettes yet, um, like I am now, I've since stopped, but it's definitely, I definitely love it, it's definitely hard for me to stop, but, anyway, sorry, off topic, but, like I said, I was, like, smoking weed and smoking cigarettes and, like, sneaking out at, like, 12, 13 years old. Um, I definitely was friends with a not-so-great person at the time. So I think it all played into each other. The anger, the, like, starting to, like, raging of hormones and stuff. I think that all really got to me. But since I was getting in trouble so much in middle school, I, um stopped (laughs) I didn't stop but I like chose to kind of grow up a little bit more and understand that like that wasn't the path I wanted to take in my life I had um some pretty big um events happen to me um maybe we'll dive into those events a little bit more in like the next episode or something but just for like a little preview I'll give like I feel like one of those big events was like me almost overdosing off of K2 definitely think that put into perspective for me one life in general and like realizing like I kind of didn't want to die um I did have a pretty big breakup in that point and it was kind of just, like, hard, like, it was just, it was a tough time, so then going into high school, like I said, I had that breakup going on, trying to, like, find a group of friends, which, like, I had friends, and I had a group of friends, but, like, you know, like, I wasn't doing what I truly wanted to do, which was, like, essentially being a hood rat, like, I wanted to go out, party all night, like, all night long, like, I wanted to start at when we got out of school at 2 and not be done until, like, 4 a.m. the next day. And just my friends at the time that I was friends with in, like, early high school years, they weren't like that. Like, we would hang out and, like, smoke and whatever, but, like, we weren't out partying, doing crazy things like that. Um, so I, my best, my now one of my like really best friends I think it was we were like separated at birth or like in maybe in one life we were sisters or something 
because she's like, I haven't told her this, so if she listens to this, she's probably going to make her cry because I am really into astrology and she's a Pisces and she cries at everything. Um, she's like kind of my other half and I wouldn't know what I would do without her at all. Um, I just really appreciate and value her in probably way more ways than she will ever know. And yeah. (laughs) Um, but anyway, fast forward, but like I met her because she moved, um, to my school or to my town that I was living in from uh from Maryland and thankfully her mom decided to stay there for a while because she had like a relationship going for her and they had just gotten through or were going through some pretty rough times and it's not my story to tell so I won't tell it but she was going through a lot herself so like us two together having like pretty not messed up family backgrounds but we had both experienced um I don't have a better word for this but like quote-unquote like ghetto experiences so like living up without having a lot of money and like having to like live like not pretty poorly and like understanding who and who not to talk to and like making sure you're watching all the people around you because you're on the streets in like some pretty sketchy neighborhoods you know like we both kind of experienced that um her definitely way more than me but I'm not gonna discredit my experiences um but yeah anyway so we kind of met each other and it was like it was like freaking fire and ice baby like we were opposites but we were so much the same that it was crazy and when I met her I also stumbled upon a really close friend at the time and I started hanging out with some of his really close friends and we were all crazy and we thrived off of being crazy and I'm definitely somewhat competitive so for me like, being competitive with everyone on, like, how can I outdo this person? I also have, like, pretty extreme depression and anxiety, and I definitely have crazy, like, not as much anymore, but at the time, I had pretty intense seasonal depression, and things at home with, like, when I was with, on my mom's side, or, like, at her house, they weren't great. My brother was we were starting to understand about his learning disability so it was really kind of stressful and like I would have to watch my brother after school and I think at the time I like built up some animosity towards it because I was like why do I have to do this you know um now I really like kick myself because I'm like bro come on really like he's your sibling like why did you treat him like that and like treat my mom like that also from middle school and high school But there's nothing I can do about it now. I just have to, like, move forward and understand and hope that they will heal from it. And hopefully I didn't hurt them, which I know I did, but whatever. There's, I can't, all I can do is try to apologize and do different moving forward. But anyway, so when all of us, like, connected 
Um, we were wild. We were competitive. I was always trying to outdo someone or, like, meet up with someone and see if, like, their craziness could match my craziness. We were partying every weekend, all weekend. I was, like, doing drugs all the time. And I did not, by the way, I did not do hard drugs. Everyone else around me was doing them. But I, like, knew myself enough that I was like, if I do those, I will want more. So I just tried to stick to, like, weed and alcohol and, um... I'm not a drinker, so, like, really didn't drink, but, like, I loved smoking, so it was, like, I, like, thrived off of it, so, yeah, so we were partying all the time, all the time, I was friends, they, my friends were dealers, honestly, just, like, straight up out of the gate, they were dealers, and I knew almost every dealer in Exeter who had a big customer base, let's say. Like, they had a pretty good customer base, and if I wanted it, I could have for sure got it, because I knew I knew someone who knew someone, you know? Um, thankfully, I didn't sought after drugs that much, because I just didn't feel like I needed to. Like, I wasn't that invested in it. I was more invested in, like, the partying. And, like, wanting to do crazy things. And, like, wanting to drive my car. And by drive my car, I mean do, like, 85 down the fucking highway with someone hanging out of your window. Um, that is definitely a whole story on its own. But that's just one example of, like, the craziness that I just, like, got involved with. And looking back, of course, hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, I honestly think I had to go through it. I think I had to do the hood rat, nasty, ghetto, trashy stuff to understand why it's wrong and to understand the alert to it, if that makes sense. It may not make sense if you're not into that stuff, but if you were ever into, like, I don't want to say gangbanging because it's not like we, like, broke into people's houses or anything um, and, like, stole and, like, robbed people and things like that, like, no, but, like, the partying, like, gangster lifestyle, because, like, I'm attracted to that type of person, and, like, I'm attracted to someone like that, you have to understand why you're attracted to it, so for me, being involved in it helped me understand the attraction, but it also greatly helped me understand the effects of it, because, fast forward a little bit, towards the end of my junior year in high school, a lot of things started going down south for me and my friends. Like, we had hit a point where, not that we couldn't recover from, but, like, things were starting to go down, like, people were starting to get busted, like, it was like, okay, I can't sell to this many people anymore, like, people are catching on, like, we can't be having big crazy parties every, every, every weekend, all weekend long, uh, we freaking start basically Thursday night, and end on freaking Sunday afternoon, like, literally all day long, all weekend long, we'd start planning the next party on freaking the following Monday, we'd have it all solidified by Wednesday, so Thursday and Friday came around, we were getting the goods and preparing for the weekend, which, of course, because I love that lifestyle, I miss it, but I think I miss having friends and just like going out and getting trashed all the time. And I don't mean trash, like obliterated. 
I mean, just, like, going, hanging out, like, smoking a little bit, and just, like, having a good time and, like, being able to relax. Um, because, like, as of right now, so let's fast forward to now a little bit, I just, I can't relax. And I think that was another, one of the reasons why I chose to smoke so much and, like, to, like, numb away this, like, trying to relax. Because I think I have a lot of, um, pain that I have um, pushed so far and deep and, like, down into, like, my being that I just, I don't, I didn't even know it was there. I didn't even know it was there. But anyway, let's backtrack a little bit. I got into a pretty long-term relationship. I wouldn't say he was abusive. I would say we were toxic for each other so I got out of the lifestyle quote-unquote sorry you couldn't see my hands but like the lifestyle like fast lifestyle and I was willing to just I think I I think I compromised myself it's he wanted like a lifetime partner and I just wanted a partner so I didn't feel lonely because I wasn't out doing drugs 24-7. So, like, being home alone was, like, scary for me because I was used to being out all the time with people. So, yeah. Um, anyway. So, we got together. We ended up moving in together. Um, it was fun, but it wasn't fun. Um, anyway, since then, I have moved out. We are no longer dating. I'm dating this other kid, guy, whatever, at the moment, and going through therapy and trying to, like, really fix myself, because I feel like I have a lot of pent-up sadness, not so much anger, because I feel like for me, I was so angry for so long that the anger masked what was underneath. Um, I also have been in therapy since middle school, so I've been in therapy for years. Um, so I'm starting to get to like the deeper. I feel like I got through a pretty big appetizer in like the first few courses, and now I'm getting in to like the big courses like okay you did like the top little like two layers but now we're going to layers four three four and five and that's where really the meat of everything is like that was nice that you had the appetizers the cheese the on like a little bit of the potatoes and the salad and the soups but now it's time for like like we're going into this seven layer deep steak which i understand is like not impossible but it's rare, you know what I mean, like, it's, it's, we're diving in deep, and I feel like within this depth and this stage of my therapy, and I almost want to say recovery, honestly, I feel like we're all recovering from some sort of trauma that we've endured, and I have not been tested, like, I, I guess I, yeah, I've been tested for, like, PTSD, and I do think some things I have witnessed has caused me PTSD, and for a very long time, I didn't think I had it, but all of, like, my issues very much aligned with PTSD. So I'm just, like, learning 
how to understand myself more and my anxiety and my depression and add another thing to the list my PTSD <laughs> anyway anyway and also my like choice in men and like how that correlates to myself I'm not saying that the men you're with are bad for you because I also think that everyone on this planet or anyone that you will ever come in contact with is on this journey and if they're not great now, it doesn't mean that they can't be great. If you see greatness in a person, you need to give them the space and the opportunity to grow. Um, and if you see greatness in that person, but at the same time, you don't feel great, I definitely would encourage you to like look into it to see what it's from. Not one, not so you just like drop them, but so you can just like gain an understanding. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, um, that's more of the depth. Let's go into like some lighthearted things about my life right now. I'm a college student. I am going to get my bachelor's for business administration. Um, yeah, I'm really, <laughs> my life is not that interesting right now for a 21 year old. Like you would expect me to like be out partying all the time. But because of, like, all of the partying I did throughout middle school, not even middle school, mainly high school, I, like, don't have it in me anymore. I'm like, okay, that was fun. I just, like, really want to, like, work on myself, get into myself. I want to, you know, I want to meditate. I want to understand more about myself. I want to... I want to start saving money so, like, I can invest in, like, these businesses I want to start and tattoos I want to get and, you know, like, I'm definitely, I think I'm done with the party stage of my life. But anyway, um, yeah, so I want to get my degree soon. Um, let's move into, like, some future goals I have for myself and then we'll wrap up this episode because we're already at 22 minutes <laughs> and I mainly just talked about my childhood and my past but whatever. So anyway, um, I really, of course, want to start a podcast. Um, I can kind of say I started one now, but I really want to start it, and I just want to, like, get it off the ground. Um, yeah, I just want to get it off the ground. I want to finish with my bachelor's. I just want to get my degree. I just want to say I did it, really, to be honest. I kind of just, for all of the years of, like, middle school and high school that I struggled to get, I got my diploma, and I didn't think I was going to go to college, and I changed my mind, and I went to college, and at first I thought I was just going to get my associate's degree, but I think I want to go get my bachelor's, um, kind of as, like, a fuck you to the world, or maybe not a fuck you to the world, but proving to myself that I can endure anything, <laughs> of course, like, not in a negative way, but, like, in a positive way, in, like, a way that, like, I can get whatever I desire, and if I don't do great, at least I can finish something, you know, because I feel like a lot of times I, like, quit because I thought it was too hard or it got too challenging, but after getting my diploma, I realized that, like, I want to just finish things, and if it's not great, can I at least just say I finished it okay, <laughs> Like, I can be like, okay, it wasn't great, but, like, we did it, you know? So, that's what I'm trying to do now. Um, like I said with this podcast, I really want to get it off the ground. 
Um, I really want to get on a schedule with it. I'm really trying to get myself on a schedule and um, really work on my body and, like, my health and, like, align my physical, my spiritual, my emotional, like, selves all together so we can feel, like, together as one, as hippy-dippy, tree-huggery that sounds. Um, That's really what I want. The next thing I really want and, like, another big goal. I have two big goals coming up, so stay seated. (laughs) One is I really want to own my own fashion brand. Ever since high school, I really want to just, like, run my own business. And I want to work from home or, like, work from, like, an like like, like, rent out an office space or something. And just, like, work from there. Excuse me. Sorry, that's probably disgusting for you guys, but whatever. But like I said, I really want to work out of an office space. Um, I want to create a clothing brand for plus-size women. Um, but it would be, like, a street wear clothing brand. So, like, I love, like... Um, sorry, I'm trying to figure out what I'm saying. But, like, I love, like... I don't love Billie Eilish's style, but I love, like, that oversized bagginess and, like, male streetwear fashion, but for women. And, like, oversized, but it's also flattering for a plus body type. Um, sorry, I'm adjusting. (laughs) My butt is tired. (laughs) But, like I said, so I want to adjust. I want to adjust. I want to create a fashion brand that's so not so focused but that's main focused is delivering really good comfortable plus size I said plus size it's not the word I wanted but really good streetwear oversized baggy fashion for the plus size woman um and I just see like a void in the marketplace um also I am a fashion connoisseur (laughs) I'm a cheap fashion connoisseur I don't love um like, designer fashion, like, of course, I like designers, and I like, 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 I do, of course, everyone wants a Louis Vuitton bag, or, like, a Gucci hat, or, like, Gucci slides, but to me, I just, I don't think it's worth it to me, because I know I can find dupes and cheaper alternatives to attain or achieve the same look, but the void in the marketplace that I'm talking about is, I feel like, Every piece of oversized clothing I get, I always want to make tweaks and adjustments to it. And I just feel like they could be better. I just, I think they could be better. And I also feel like, and smaller women than me, or straight-sized women, don't take this personally, but I definitely feel like because that streetwear, like 90s streetwear fashion is really popular and in style right now because of TikTok and everything that a lot of smaller girls are trying to get like bigger sizes to attain that look which leaves us like plus size girls like not with nothing but like with a small amount because so many people are trying to pull from this fashion pool do i just wait it out yeah sorry guys i had to pause because my dryer was going off But anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, I was saying, like, how plus-size people um, 
and straight size people, they're pulling from the small pool of sizes to achieve the same look. But sometimes with plus size people, they can't get the same look because we, of course, have larger bodies, which is fine, of course. Um, but we have larger bodies and we need to find clothes that fit. And by fit, I don't mean that we can physically put it on. I mean that it works with our style. So, like, of course, if you want a skin-tight dress, it has to fit skin-tight. And, you know, and you want it to, like, adjust to your curves or non-curves. Or you just want it to flatter you. So I want to create pieces with a fit that flatters, excuse me, the plus-size body. That also gives the look of being, like, oversized and baggy. And just looks cute. So that's one big goal that I have, which I went on a huge rant about. But let's move on to my goal number two, which is I really, really, so badly want to build my own house in the middle of the woods. And... Um, I don't know if any of you guys watch YouTube or whatever, but Raw Beauty Christie, I, I really like, like, her house location. Like, that is definitely my ideal, like, location. Living in Washington State looks flipping beautiful, and I'm not gonna lie, I did look one day, um, at a house and it was kind of crazy because I was meditating and I actually saw that exact same house that I looked at in Washington in my meditation when I was meditating that's a whole story for a different time but anyway I was looking at houses and I really want to live in Washington state I really want to live bi-coastal um because I love New England um I was born and freaking raised in New England and I am definitely a New Englander. <laughs> um, I also grew up a lot in Mass. I don't know if that makes a difference. But I grew up near Boston. So definitely... <laughs> I sound a little Massachusetts. Ain't gonna lie. <laughs> and a little New Hampshire. But whatever. That's just me. But yeah, I really want to build my own house... I want to live by coastal, so I want to have one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast, Washington State, one in New England. I want to build both of them. I want to live in the water. I want to build my own really cute, modern house, like a like modern industrial, not a cabin, because I want it to be really modern and industrial, in the woods on like a really private lake like dark green with pine trees and it being foggy and like black and super minimalistic on the inside and just I have my own workspace with gigantic windows and like you can hear like some rain and birds chirping when it's nice outside and when it's summer you literally live on like a pond or a lake so you can like jump in and like have like ATVs and like go ATVing and like you know just think that sounds beautiful and that's just like what I want my life to be okay I want to work from home being my own boss working on like my podcast and working on like my fashion brand and like working 
I'm like a business because I want a business where I can be creative, but also be super involved in like the logistics of the business. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's what I really want out of my life. But yeah, so maybe stay tuned for the next one. And hopefully everything will go smooth sailing and I can possibly have a new episode out next week. Don't hold me to it. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, I have a final. I don't think this week, but next week, so don't hold me to it. We're about to get mid-semester up in here. But, yeah, this feels really good and nice to finally have recorded my first episode. And hopefully, well, not hopefully, but most likely there's going to be many more to come. So if you guys like Uh it, please, like, maybe, like, rate the podcast on Spotify. Um... Tell me what you guys think, Mm -hmm. what we should talk about. I definitely have a lot of guests, ideas um, for this and maybe where I want to take this. But yeah, I just want you guys to like know me first before I start throwing a bunch of random people your way and like talking to you about to you about their lives and why I think they're amazing and why I think you guys should think they're amazing. So yeah, just read the podcast, tell me what you think. Is it good? Is it not good? Should I just quit doing this and do something else? Um, Let me know. Have a good day or night, wherever you are, and I hope you'll be back to listen to the second episode. Alright, thanks.